Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Vanessa Gordon of East End Taste Magazine. Vanessa, it's awesome having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. No problem. Super excited to have you on as well, too. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Vanessa so you can hear about all these awesome things that she's doing. And Vanessa is the publisher of East End Taste Magazine, a digital publication based in the Hamptons. She is also a freelance journalist and the founder of the Hamptons Interactive Brunch, an annual event that takes place in the Hamptons every summer. Vanessa, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, I, I am. Awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? Well, did you get started with all the awesome things you're working on? Sure. Yeah. So it was soon after graduate school and after my daughter was born, I really wanted just an opportunity to have a creative outlet uh, where at the time I was freelance writing a lot, but I really wanted my own platform. And I explored the opportunity just by creating a, um, a, you know, a blog, if you will. And uh, it just, it grew from there. Now, how did it grow? So for instance, because I was still freelance writing at the time, I would have to go cover events, do interviews, et cetera. So as I was, you know, slipping people my business card, um, it said East End Taste on it. So people would ask, what is that? So it grew, it grew from there. It grew very like, um, almost like a snowball effect, but it grew very organically. Um, But I had no business entrepreneurial experience at all, zero. I had, you know, little bits here and there of editorial experience from my internships in the city. Uh, but other than that, and freelance writing, no experience whatsoever. So it was a lot of carefully choosing my mentors, if you will, or people that I would look to for advice. And they would direct me. So it was a lot of trial and error in the beginning. And I really didn't push it to a full-fledged business until 2018 or just under two years ago. Um, It became a a digital publication in 2016, but I didn't really take it seriously in terms of monetizing and strengthening the platform. But it's quite incredible when I've dedicated my time to it, how fast it has grown. Now, mind you, I do have, you know, I have a family, I have two young children, so there is a limitation to what I can do um, on a regular basis. So, but when I work hard, I, I give it my all. Yeah, absolutely. It goes to show you just how that, that focus really has an opportunity to, to really take things to another level. And um, I love, and I think sometimes some of the best things don't necessarily grow with, oh, I'm going to create this really great publication, but it kind of grows with you just, it sounds like just kind of building and growing and it starts to organically build like that snowball you mentioned before. Certainly. I mean, I, I initially just wanted to focus on the Hamptons or Eastern Long Island region, but because I've developed an even more of an interest in traveling, I've incorporated that now. And that's actually become the focal point. Uh, we do specialty food. There's a, now, a, now we just launched a real estate uh, component to it. We te- like to see where the, the market is or what people are, are looking at. So we're doing a lot of research on the back end. So it's very fascinating to see where the coverage goes. Yeah, and that evolution is always fun as you get to, to have different arms or so, so to speak, to the publication and grow from there. So I know you touched on, you know, some of the things you're adding on as well, too. Can you take us through a lot of how, um, the ways in which, I should say, you serve the clients that you work with and how and what we can find on the sites? 
Sure. So it, what's really cool about us is not only are we an edit, you know, we have the editorial side to it. We also have that experiential marketing side with the events, uh, with the Hamptons Interactive Brunch. So we're doing now we've transitioned to hopefully next summer we'll be doing smaller events or making it a brunch series, um, having them no, be no more than like 20, 25, 30 people, um, as opposed to 150 or over 200 like we've had within the uh, those past two years. So I'm speaking 2018 and 2019. So have them become very, very specific uh, focal points. So for instance, we may do an event that's only focused on uh, cruelty free or, or, you know, vegan wellness, then we may have a specialty food focus. So we're, we're developing that. So there's so what's so unique about us is there's so many different ways to work with us. It's not just the editorial side, there's the social media platforms. Um, there's my goodness. There's, I mean, I also have my, my radio broadcast with, um, Long Island radio broadcasting. Um, I do do, um, I had a column with the independent newspaper out here, but that has since merged with, uh, dance, dance papers, or uh, dance Hamptons media. So we'll, we'll see where everything's going just because of what's been going on lately. Um, there's a lot of, lot of shifting going on. So we're, we're doing our best though. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely is a shifting environment, you know, for every industry and every, you know, area of the, the world as well, too. So it's great to hear that you've been able to kind of um, be like water, so to speak, and being able to move and, and evolve and to change as things, you know, start to happen. And, and so you might have already touched on this, but I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for you individually or your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Sure is I think with with us in particular is our strong connections that we've you know, we've manifested over, over the years and how we are so in touch with so many, you know, so many different entities um, that we don't even publicize. Um, we, there's so, there's so many opportunities to work with us that I never, you know, I never tell people, Hey, it's cut and dry this, this, and that I'm always, you know, willing, willing and able to explore different opportunities and methods for working with us. And what's particularly so unique about us is our readership is that we have about a 35-40% New York-based readership, but we also have that international component as well. We are the only publication on the on Long Island that has such a strong international um, readership. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and particularly with our readership is within the U the UK, Ireland, Italy, and I think Germany is one of the top four. Okay, that's interesting. Do, do you feel like I know you mentioned that travel aspect? Do you feel like that is in relation to the travel and where you've been able to kind of bring in that that audience as well? Yes, I mean that's what people are craving the most in terms of coverage. So every time I've noticed that I've uh, had you know an internationally based story published that always seems to do extremely well and not necessarily because you know people travel there a lot or want to try they there is that fascination with perhaps that region mm -hmm. so it's it's really interesting uh, we're you know our demographic of readers we are we either um, have readers that are you know aligned with the Hamptons aesthetic that up you know upper class mm -hmm. um, who can afford you know afford you know these types of travel opportunities and then there's ones that more aspire to that so it's, it's very very fascinating that's awesome. You know, what I hear, you know, when you're explaining that, you just really, I think you, you spoke on to really understanding the, I hate to call it the data, but just the information and who exactly you're targeting and be able to kind of be, I guess, in front of what they're potentially searching for. So by the time you're searching, it sounds like your content and your information and even the experiential events you have are, are catered to that. Yes. Yes. So we're, we're always very careful to make sure that our content is aligned with our readership. In the beginning, you know, it's, tr it's tricky because some, sometimes things that I love, 
people don't necessarily aren't necessarily interested in that is what's so fascinating about this i'm originally i truly just wanted this platform to be uh, expressing things that i loved but now i've gone outside in i'm tailoring literally now almost everything um to what other people like that is what's so tough honestly um i mean it's fascinating in terms of you know people are telling me they want more um upscale interior design they can't get enough of it they want more like kitchen decor and I'm like, what? I'm not, you know, that's not my specialty. So now I've had to make it my specialty, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so important. Like, uh, I think so many times, like in business, especially, sometimes we get lost in the things that we love. And while sometimes that is right in line with what people are looking for, sometimes it's not. And you kind of have to be able to understand this is the mission. This is what we're trying to accomplish. And how can we serve and create the solutions for that rather than get stuck in, oh, I love this. I only want to write about this. So I, I love that you've been able to make that pivot. Yes, and we're, we're doing that even more now that as we're focusing on that real estate component. So we're gonna be, we have a lot of fun stories coming up. And then, you know, the biggest aspect is juggling all of this. I mean, it's, it's a lot, but we're, so we're very, very limited to what we can publish on a monthly basis. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of have to be very, um, sounds like very focused on the things that will move the needle the most rather than, you know, always doing like the quantity um, from that aspect and having a lot of value. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So it, it's so hard to explain to some people who are pitching us that we have a six to, I think now we're at eight weeks. Mm-hmm. We have an eight week um, editorial, you know, we're, we're out, we're out eight weeks now yeah. and people have a hard time comprehending that. And I'm going simple. It's as simple as, you know, we may have 10 or 12, 15 different um, storylines ready to go, but we have to get those in. And that easily is eight weeks yeah. easily. Yeah, well, I definitely understand that from the podcast world. <laughs> you definitely know, you yeah. know, being able to kind of plan out as far as in advance allow you to kind of focus on and provide as much value as possible. So um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Oh gosh, well, I would not, I really can't think of anything specific, but what I like to do a lot of times is I literally just, search YouTube. So say for instance, um, right now we are focusing on upgrading our um, ma- uh, mailing lists or our um, layout for our mailing list um, in terms of the design. So honestly, what I do is, I mean, I love Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Uh, it's really my go-to. Um, it's so it's so funny when you kind of, you know, li- lift the hood, so to say, it's not really, you know, anything too fancy. Um, you know, it's all, it's all out there. Those resources are out there for, for anyone that's willing to, to grab them. But I will say this, I'm always on YouTube for just searching like ways to bump up your design or, you know, do this or that. It's so fascinating. Everything you can find, all the free information, free, and I really emphasize free information out there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I often say that sometimes um, I, I go to, I, I went to uh, YouTube University or Google University because if you have the power to be able to search for stuff, there's a ridiculous amount of information out there. And I think not that many people go the extra, I won't even say go the extra mile. It's like half a mile sometimes and just finding stuff and being able to drill down and, and learn how to do some of these things. That's what I do. I literally, I just set the time because I truly believe in the motto of if you want some, you want to get something done, you have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily like I like to, I don't, I'm not a micromanager by any means, but if I want something done, I just, I press the stop button. I am the one that goes in and looks it up. 
Yeah. And that's so huge. And I, I think so many times that, uh, especially when we're trying to build and grow a business, so many people say they don't have, you know, this resource or that resource, but, you know, I, I've heard this quote where you want to build your resourcefulness, so to speak, and you're really tied into that and figure out how exactly you can make something happen rather than what you don't have. Right. That's it. I think that every, you know, every CEO really has to have a grasp on every, at least a little bit of every little component. Um, you know, because there might be something that, you know, someone that's working under you doesn't see, or you really want to make sure you're covering all your bases. Yeah, absolutely. You have that, that, that varied and, and wide uh, knowledge and information. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget, and this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. and might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. Oh gosh, honestly, for, for me, it would be just be more, um, I would say savvy in terms of knowing what is at, like what resources are out there rather than, you know, trying to search, you know, uh, for, you know, you know, just go. Okay, so for, so, so for instance, instead of, um, how do you say just going with like, so say if you're looking for a service or looking for something specific, mm -hmm. going with the first person, first person or someone that's the, you know, maybe the least expensive, think about in, in yeah, that long-term investment. So for instance, in a way, um, I wish that I had asked um, people around me for resources in terms of me just just searching and just finding someone. Okay, let me just go with them because they seem like the most reasonably priced, and you know, you know, rushing through it. So definitely take your time, and don't be afraid to be you know be a little tough and you know ask very hard questions in an interview. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. And I think especially, you know, with bringing people on your team and in so many shape or forms that we're able to do, um, as I love how that, to me, even dials into your hack, because I think once you have that knowledge and information, you can start to ask those tr those tough questions, because I think some, sometimes we have no idea about, right. you know, what we're hiring for, but we hear that we right. need to hire. And sometimes that person isn't necessarily the right fit for what we need. Right. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you don't even know. So some you know, I see all these things that, oh, I could use this, I could use that. I'm like, oh, why? What? What? Right. Sometimes I'm also afraid to ask, like, what is that? <laughs> right. If that makes it like, what, what does that mean? And exactly. sometimes that's another thing too, is like, don't be afraid to ask those. They may sound silly, but don't ask, be afraid to ask those questions. Can't know, we can't know everything right away. Right. No, that's, that's so huge. And I think so many times you have to have that, that balance between, you know, being the, the person that's able to kind of build and see a vision and, and, and excel and, and execute on that and being able to kind of have the humility to be able to say, hey, this is um, something I don't know. So can you explain it to me? What does this mean? And be able to kind of build your, your information from there. Mm -hmm. That's it. Awesome. So now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Vanessa, what does being a CEO mean to you? Oh gosh. Well, for me, being a CEO be, it not, not only means being in full control of your company, but lo loving every aspect and really coming, you know, coming to work every single day, you know, with an open mind, uh, but also ready, you know, ready to work and get, get stuff done and to really, truly never, ever give up. Uh, CEO, that's a, that's a huge responsibility. And you really have to embrace not only the role, but every single component under you as well. So you, you have, there's, there's a lot that's entailed, but it has to all be worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think so many times we, we fall in love with one aspect of it, but, and don't love the other aspect of it, but you kind of have to love it, the good and the bad, because it all yes. is what makes what you're trying to do uh, worth it. That's it.
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Vanessa, truly appreciate that. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get over you and find out all about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Oh, sure. No, th thank you so much for having me. Um, I love hearing, you know, I love hearing from people. So anyone is free to email me or to reach out to me through our social media platforms anytime. We can be found at East End, E-N-D, Taste, on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram, and at Hamptons Interactive Brunch, just on Instagram. Awesome. And we are East, eastendtastemagazine.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And we will definitely have those links and information in the show notes as well, too, so you can click through and find out about all the awesome things that Vanessa's working on. But I truly appreciate you and your time and all the awesome things you're doing, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.